0: I'm Mayor Hallman from the city of Haightville. Don't sleep on the South Side.
1: Our guest today is founder and co-owner of Crown Security Systems Incorporated, named outstanding Georgia citizen by Secretary of State and now Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. He served on the Hateville City Council from 1998 to 2006, and he was elected mayor of the city of Hateville in 2006 and is currently serving his fifth term as mayor. I would like to welcome and introduce Mayor Alan Hallman of the city of Hateville. Thank you very much, Artie. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here today. All right. Well, thank you, Mayor. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. So, uh, what I'd like to start off with this morning is um, I've talked to you know, shared with our guest a little bit about your professional background. But tell us a little bit about how did you end up in the city of Haightville and how did you end up in elected office? Well, I'm,
0: I'm fourth generation in the city of Haightville, so oh, I grew okay. up in Hateful. Uh I've been in Haightville my entire life. Okay. And uh, after school, a lot of people left and I decided to stick around, got married, had a family. Okay. And uh, I... Decided that I wanted to serve my city. I wanted to run run for elected office. So in the uh, late 80s, I ran for elected office and got my clock cleaned and didn't do so well. So in the 90s, I said, well, I'm going to give it another try. And I ran and successfully came in as city council member. And I was going to do one term and move on and do something else. And Mm -hmm. uh, then I ran for reelection. And our mayor at the time was C.C. Martin. And C.C. Martin fell ill. And, uh, he had a little bit of time left on his turn. And I just thought, I said, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to shoot for that position and ran for it. And, uh, I seem to just keep running again. So I've enjoyed it. Uh, I really just did it to to serve my community because my community means so much to me. So many people in that community, in the community of hate, shaped my life and, I just want to give a little bit back to help make, make our city a better place.
1: Okay. Well, that's a great thing. And, um, you know, according to what I ex- I've experienced since 2013, when I first arrived here in the Atlanta metro area, you're doing a fantastic job. Well, thank you. In the city of Hateville. Thank you. Okay. Well, um, since you've been in office, you have seen many, many, many changes yes, sir. in Um a, a lot of good and, you know, some bad things also. Sure. Um, kind of talk to our guests uh, of the Southside show a little bit about kind of, you know, how you dealt with, you know, the Ford assembly plant when they first closed and just trying to kind of reinvent the city of hateville which is a city of 2.4 square miles and roughly about 6,600, 68, 68, 60, somewhere around 68, yeah. 7,000 people. Yeah. So kind of talk to our guests about the city of Paintville and how um resilient the city of Heatville is. Well, when when Ford Motor Company closed, you know, they had
0: been a a presence in our city for 60 years. Mm -hmm. They were our second largest employer, our largest water user, our largest taxpayer. And their departure was an economic Mm -hmm. blow to the city. Uh, We worked through the process of them winding down the plant and of course, Jacoby Development bought the, the former site. And the wheels were turning towards some development over there. And then, of course, the Great Recession came along. Yes. So it was almost like the, the, the perfect storm. Everything all lined up at the same time in, in a bad way. Right. And so we had choices to make at the time. I went to I was in the middle of a, of a reelection and I went to the citizens and said, you know, we just lost four. This is how much money we lost. We've we can't shut the doors. We've got to keep rolling. So we did a four mil tax increase. Wow. And I managed to even even on the heels of that, I managed to get reelected, which was kind of surprising to me. But citizens realized, with a small town like that, losing that much at one time was was a big bite for us. Right. So we were able to to bounce back from that. And we what well we during the downtime between the time that foreclosed, Jacoby bought the site, the Great Recession, there were those periods of time where we could have just put everything on hold. But we kept moving forward. We kept doing streetscapes. We right. kept uh, working with our Development Authority on property acquisition. Right. Uh, we just continued to plant the seeds in the garden so that we could bring the economy back one day. And, and it paid off.
1: Yes, it did. It paid off. Yeah, it, I mean, it paid off. I mean, you mentioned streetscapes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing I love about city of Heatville is that the the... the the magnificent job that you've done with the murals and the streetscapes and the um, it's just kind of the shops and the restaurants and it's just a very quaint um, um, community. Um, you know, Hateville, You know, I, I feel that they they punch a lot. You know, um, I guess harder than they than their weight in, in <laughs> most weight in, in most job. cases. But um, you know, as far as after Ford left, then. You know, we've had I guess, Porsche to mm-hmm. locate in Hapeville, and you have a number of other. Recently, the expansion of Porsche, right, uh, with their new service um, um, so the service service center. Service, yeah. service, uh, service center. Uh, what other things are on the horizon in Hapeville right now? I've seen some several new projects that you guys have introduced and ones that you're working on. Kind of tell us about those.
0: We've got we've got a couple of multifamily projects coming out of the ground. We have uh, some. Uh, Single-family home construction going on. Our development authority recently recently sold a parcel, and we've got some uh, homes and, and retail going in on there on South Central Avenue, right at the East Point border. And uh, we just wrapped up a a uh, hotel, uh, the MC Suites Hotel on Virginia Avenue, mm-hmm. is nearing completion and will be opening soon. Of course, the Porsche Service Center and Porsche announced a year or so ago that there were some other plans on the horizon for some expansion on. Their part, so I'm hoping that that portion will continue to expand. Um, we uh, we've, we've got a multifamily coming in on uh, North Central Avenue there at uh, the former location of the comedy club that was there, and so we're very excited about that. Um, and the city has a, a challenge in the fact that we're only about two and a half square miles. Right. We don't have much available land. So we've got to do it right, and part of that doing it right involves a certain level of density just because of our location, and and the prices of land, of course, have gone up to the point where you've got to have some density to, to make things work. So there are a lot of exciting things uh, on the horizon that are in, in the works, mm-hmm. some nearing completion, and others to still get off the ground. So it's an exciting
1: time for us. It really is. Yeah. So tell us, I know that it's... Is- who was your largest employers at Delta? Delta would be our largest. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I mean, uh, all the cities around the airport kind of depend upon the airport for Absolutely. a lot of their tax base. Um, in the city of Haightville, um, with COVID mm-hmm. and what happened in 2020, yes, 2020, March 2020, how when everything shut down, you know, it really shuttered College Park and I'm quite sure it shuttered all the cities around because we are mainly a, a hospitality community and right. that we depend a lot upon the airport and those passengers or if, if the passengers that come to the airport. What has the city of Hateville done to kind of reinvent itself and to be able to kind of um, get through these difficult times? Well, it, it goes back to what I said about the closing of Ford. You've got a choice when,
0: when tough times come along. Right. You can either fold your tent and and, and and run away from it or you can face the music and keep plugging forward. We were able to pull cash out of reserves to get through. We like College Park uh, lost a tremendous amount of hotel motel tax yes. uh, funding and so much, you know, I've always said that with the city of Hagueville, East Point College Park being so close to the airport, there's no way we can fail. But I never anticipated a pandemic coming along. And and it made me realize just how dependent and just how widespread the halo effect of the airport is because it's not just the airport itself. It's all of the the hospitality that that drives. It's all of the corporate presence that that drives. Everything reaches back to that airport. That entire ecosystem. It really does. It is its own ecosystem. So it it made me realize the value of that and, and, and how we need to continue to capitalize on that, but the other thing I'll say is the state of Georgia has a very diverse economy, and I think that's what kept us alive as, as smaller cities was was capitalizing on the diversity of that economy.
1: Right? Okay. We're not a one horse town. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Exactly. I've been I've worked in towns before where they all had like one major employer, and once that's that right. major employer went away, you know, it was a um, it wasn't a pretty sight. That's what that's what we faced with Ford was the fact that most cities our
0: size, especially uh, a departure of somebody like Ford, would have been would have been a death blow. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, we we were resilient enough with the other economic engines around us to to build off of that and, and come out on the other side of it. And we'll do the same thing with COVID. I mean, COVID the primary the primary thing was it, it, it hurt us from a revenue standpoint from the city. But it also hurt our businesses you know that depends so much upon the launch traffic from Delta and things like that so right. yeah. a long wide-reaching
1: effect from that yeah well I was i uh, I'm always utilizing the post office yeah. in hateville mm-hmm. my daughter has a small business so the hateville post office 24 hours a day we're going through downtown hateville almost every other day but I was kind of alarmed to see that the chick-fil-A, you know, had been raised. Uh, but I was happy to hear that there was a an expansion or a new facility coming online. Could you tell right. us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, the uh we've been working with the Kathy family for a number of years in, in a way to kind of memorialize the life of Drew Kathy since uh Chick-fil-A started in Hapeville, Their first restaurant was on North Central Avenue, just just west of, of where they where they are now. And uh, upon his passing, you know the family wanted to to pay homage to his legacy and and, and recognize the fact that that it all did start in Haightville. We're very proud of that, mm-hmm. and so there was some discussion back and forth with them about keeping the existing facility, which many people refer to as the original, but technically it wasn't. Right. And versus raising that and coming in and putting in a brand new facility and. That's what they ultimately decided to do was to come in and put in a right around eleven thousand square foot facility, but the architecture of that facility will reflect. It'll go all the way back to the beginning of Chick Fil A. So you, you, when you walk in, there'll be there'll be one part of it that'll have a dwarf house feel that looks just like it'll look just like the old dwarf house. Mm-hmm. So the architecture, you can see the evolution of Chick Fil A in the architecture of the building. Okay, and we're very excited about it because, as you well know. In your field, right. having something for people to come to your community for is very important. You guys are blessed to have the the convention center and the, and the recent addition of the uh, sporting facility there. Right. So, and for Hateville there's not a lot of draw. Now, we've got, of course, we've got Porsche with the experience track, which has been huge for us. But now we'll have the Chick-fil-A, where people. I, I'm always before they tore down. Down Chick-fil-A, I was always amazed at how many times I'd ride by and see people taking pictures, sitting in the bench right. up front next to Mr. Cathy's uh, statue and taking pictures and everything. So it made me realize just how much people value that legacy and want to come by and, and say, hey, we visited that. So we'll, be the, we'll, we'll always be the home of Chick-fil-A, and I'm looking forward to that new facility, which will welcome people in to come in and go, hey, this
1: is where it all started. And the architecture, as I said, will reflect that. Right. Well, even though Hateville is a, a very small town, 2.4 square miles, it has a lot a lot in it. Um, Entertainment-wise, a place that I've gone to several times and I've even taken family to that have visited from out of town is the Delta Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. What else is there in the city of Hateville for people to do that want to kind of enjoy themselves, entertainment, music, uh
0: we we have the uh, of course we have Delta Museum like you said we've got the the Porsche facility for the driving experience uh, we've got the Academy Theater which is a performing yes. arts theater of course COVID hit them hard as well and having that we we did a partnership with them through our tourism product development funding mm-hmm. and that's been really good for our downtown because. Hapeville's downtown was always successful during the day, but not so much at night. So things like the Academy Theater will bring a draw in in the evening, and they'll support our restaurants and other things. And of course, having the the various murals and and other art displays around town, that's been a big, big draw for us. Uh, Having a healthy and vibrant arts program, in my opinion, is a very key ingredient
1: to having a successful city. Okay. Okay. No, as a developer or a potential homeowner or entrepreneur, why should um, a, a person consider investing in Hateville? It's all
0: about location. You know, I mean, we are sandwiched in between Interstate seventy five and eighty five. Mm-hmm. We're minutes away from two eighty five. We're we're minutes away from the world's busiest airport. Uh, we're we're not far from downtown Atlanta. Right. I mean, it's like it's like. The center of the universe, in my opinion, from a transportation standpoint, from an amenity standpoint, uh, I always tell everybody we're a small town with a big airport, so we like to take advantage of that. and And I, I think I, I think it's all about where we are and and, and what we have not only internally in Hateville, but what is it within close proximity to us as far as uh, available available options for entertainment, sporting
1: events, etc. Right. Transportation mainly, right? Okay. Location, location, location. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. Um, so, uh, what particular obstacles do you see in Hapeville's future that you, as a mayor, want to try to get your hands around before it becomes major? Well,
0: you know, again, we're about to be built out from a land perspective, so we need to we need to focus on on maximizing the the development for the little land we've got left make sure we get good quality out of that and of course i think all cities have learned a valuable lesson from the pandemic and in that we need to be more economically prepared for events like that uh because you know we survived this one but if we had another one a year from now i don't know how we would fare it would be it would be difficult so uh just maximizing what we've got now with an now and the future to make sure that we don't, because what what really makes Havel unique in my opinion is the development that we've had maintains a respect for the heart of our community, the neighborhoods of our community. So we we wanna make sure that we keep a balance so that commercial development doesn't encroach and take over the heart of the neighborhood, which makes a city, it gives the city a soul. And we we just don't wanna lose our soul.
1: Right. Well, I. I, saw, I witnessed during the, um, I guess, during COVID, especially when everyone was still sheltering in places and when you know, only essential businesses were open, that there was a lot of synergy between the municipalities, your colleagues, you guys were really working together um, to make ends meet because nobody really knew what the future had to hold. Um, what have you learned during the, I guess, COVID pandemic that you're going to continue to utilize in the future? Well, I
0: think it's important with with the city's relationship with the county, for example, because Fulton County had gotten a lot of COVID funds, and and the cities, the cities kind of stepped up to the plate and said, "Well, we would like a little more say so about the direction of those of those funds." Right. And all of the mayors in Fulton County got together, and the one thing I've learned from this is the collective voice of 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 all the cities in Fulton County is very loud. Mm-hmm. And it will be listened to, and and that's important because, especially for a smaller town like Caville, I don't have a lot of leverage by myself. But when I join my colleagues, right. we've got we, we've got like like I say, we've got a very loud voice. Yeah. Not to be used for harm, but to be used for good. Right? Definitely,
1: definitely. Okay, well, do you have any uh, last words or last thoughts that you would like to leave our the guest of the South Section? Well,
0: I just want to say a thank you to my fellow elected officials from around around the area because you know for so many years the South Side has been ignored, and I think it's it's our time to shine. And I think collectively we've done a very good job of of showing what the South Side of Fulton County is, mm-hmm. the power that we have, the opportunities that we have. And I think we've got bright, bright days ahead of us. And I'm very proud to be a part of, of what's going on in the, in the Tri-Cities area and the South Fold area.
1: Okay. Well, thank you, Mayor Hallman, for all that you do, for thank your you, support Artie. and your leadership. Um, like I said, it's all, it's the work that you've done. It's, it's, it's there. Um, you know, it's, it's visible and we recognize all the hard work and behind the scenes work that's going on uh, with you and, and, Within your community.
0: It's all about the team. You got to have a good team, and Haven's got a good team just like you have in College Park. So we work together and, and do great things. All right. Well, thank, thank you, Artie. You. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. All right.